بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة التكاثر الهاكم التكاثر الهاكم it has diverted you it has distracted you it has kept you so busy alha from lahu what is lahu distraction so alha is when something keeps you distracted from what is more important what has distracted you التكاثر from kathra kaf tha ra kathra is what more increase takathur is to compete for kathra the competition for increase why are we so busy that we don't have time to fulfill the purpose of our existence what holds us back what makes us tired what occupies our minds what is keeping us busy it is attakathur because allah is saying this alhakum who does kum include all of us every one of us is guilty of this this has distracted you takathur what is takathur takathur meaning the greed for more no matter how much you have you want more you have one child you want two you have two you want three you have one car you want another one you have one pair of shoes you want another one and one jacket one on another one takathur never satisfied always wanting more more increase and takathur tafa'ul there's competition that because she got it i want it too they got it i better have it too there's competition so it's keeping you busy tashaghul and then takathur also includes tafakhur because once you have more especially in competition with someone you got to boast you got to tell them you have it you got to show it ana akthar min kamalan wa azzu nafara alhakum at-takathur and this rat race has just made you insane alhakum at-takathur this has distracted you and this is something that we're all guilty of it doesn't mean that a person should not desire good things in this world yes he should however when it becomes the purpose you know the main concern his main concern his main worry his main desire that all his striving is headed in this direction then that is a problem or when a person is constantly comparing himself with others now she has this now he has that now they got this competition for more this has distracted you remember the more you run after dunya the more it will prevent you from running after the akhirah when you chase the dunya you're only one person you're only one person if you're choosing to chase the dunya remember you're holding yourself back from chasing the akhirah hatta zurtum al maqabir until you have visited the graves zurtum from ziyara ziyara is to visit and maqabir plural of the word maqbara grave meaning you will continue in this being distracted by takathur until you will visit your graves meaning until you will die and then be buried and why is visiting mentioned because the grave is not the destination it's not the destination it's a temporary place it's like you visit for some time and then you move on to the day of judgment hatta zurtum al maqabir some have said that what this means is that alhakum at takathur you're so busy competing with each other that hatta zurtum al maqabir so much so that you now compete with each other over your dead you boast to each other over your dead that oh i have these many people from my family who've passed away 
and you only have these many. So I deserve more pity than you. Hatta zurtumul maqabir. Is this really something to boast about, to show off about? Kalla sawfa ta'lamun. Kalla no, this is not what you should do. You are not created for this. Sawfa ta'lamun. You're going to know. You're going to know the consequence of this takathur. Summa kalla sawfa ta'lamun. You're going to know when you die. And then, kalla, no, sawfa ta'lamun. Do you understand this? You are going to know the consequence of your takathur. You see this repetition. Because sometimes we hear something, it doesn't go in, doesn't penetrate. So it's repeated. Summa kalla sawfa ta'lamun. Kalla law ta'lamuna. If you only knew ilm al-yaqeen with knowledge of certainty. Meaning if only you knew the reality of this takathur with certainty. If you had any knowledge, you would see your misguidance. You would see your foolishness. But because you don't have yaqeen, you continue to be distracted by takathur. Isn't this amazing? We know whatever we have, we have it temporarily. But still, we run after it. We cry for it. We spend our money, our energy. We keep chasing for more and more. What is missing? Yaqeen. لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ If you only knew with knowledge of certainty, you wouldn't be busy in this takathur. But the problem is you don't have that certainty. This is why you keep getting distracted. But don't worry, you will come to know at the time of death, which is not too far. لَتَرَوُنَّ الْجَحِيمِ Surely you will see the fire of hell. You will see hell when it will be brought in 70,000 rains. You will see it. ثُمَّ لَتَرَوُنَّهَا Then surely you will see it. عَيْنَ الْيَقِينَ With the eye of certainty. You will see it with your own eyes. It won't be a hallucination. It will be reality. And the fact is that both the believer and disbeliever will see the fire. It will be brought into view. But the believer will only see a glimpse of it and the disbeliever will see it as his outcome. ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ Then surely you will be asked يَوْمَ إِذِنْ That day عَنِ النَّعِيمِ About the pleasure. You will be asked on that day about the pleasure that you enjoyed. What kind of pleasure did you enjoy with the kathra of blessings that you had? We learned that one of the companions, he said to the Prophet ﷺ that, O Messenger of Allah, what are the delights that we will be asked about when we only have the two black things? Meaning he's saying as an Arab, I mean as someone who lived in that area, he said we only have two black things, we just have dates and water. These are the things that we enjoy. Are we going to be asked about this also? And the Prophet ﷺ said, it is going to happen. You will be asked about these blessings. In a hadith in Muslim, we learn about how once the Prophet ﷺ went out of his house, he was hungry, and he saw Abu Bakr anhu, Umar anhu, and he asked them, what brought you out at this time? And they said, hunger. So they went to one of the companions' house, and he was not at home at the time. So his wife, when she saw the Prophet ﷺ and Abu Bakr and Umar coming in, she was happy, she called her husband, and he was an Ansari, and they brought food, 
for the Prophet ﷺ and the two companions, they brought dates, fresh dates, dry dates, and then also some cooked meat and fresh water. And the Prophet ﷺ said, By him in whose hand is my life, you will certainly be questioned about this blessing on the Day of Judgment. You will certainly be questioned about this blessing on the Day of Judgment. Hunger brought you out of your house and you did not return until this blessing came to you. ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ يَوْمَئِذٍ عَنِ النَّعِيمِ This is why we need to pray. رَبِّ أَوْزِعْنِي أَنْ أَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيَّ That, O oh Allah, give me the ability to show gratitude to you, to be grateful to you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon me. Because we'll be asked about these blessings. Recitation. بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ أَلْهَاكُمُ التَّكَاثُرِ حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ الْمَقَابِرِ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ كَلَّا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة العصر والعصر by the time العصر الله سبحانه وتعالى is taking an oath by عصر which is time and time what is time something you cannot hold something you cannot freeze something you cannot stop it's always moving always passing on عصر also refers to the later part of the day, before sunset. Before sunset, the last part of the day. The time of Asr, late evening. As the day is coming to an end, what does that remind you of? What does that make you feel? Another day is over. And this is the reality of life. It's just numbered days. One day goes, and then another day goes, and the sun sets again, and the sun sets again. Asr. When Allah swears by something, it shows us how important that thing is. And if Allah is taking an oath by time, it shows how precious, how valuable time is. What's the conclusion of the oath? Indeed, the human being is surely He is in loss, immersed in loss, surrounded by loss. And khusrin, this is nakira, shows how immense this loss is. All people are losing. Every second we are losing. What are we losing? Time. And what are we? What are we? If we are alive, that means we have been given some time. So we are surrounded with loss. Because 
every moment is a passing moment and with every moment gone we have lost a part of ourselves innal insana lafi khusr illa alladhina amanu you see just like imagine a hot hot day when you have a popsicle every second it's melting 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 what does it mean you have to finish it before it melts away right so we have also been given time we have to use it before we run out of it illa alladhina amanu the only people who were saved from loss are who except those who believe wa amilu salihat and they do righteous deeds wa tawasaw bil haqq and they advise each other with the truth tawasi is to do wasiyah to each other important instruction wa tawasaw bis sabr and they advise each other to patience so everyone is in loss except for who those who use their time and how is it that a person can use his time how is it that a person can make his moments count make his existence worth something that will bring him eternal benefit how four things firstly iman firm iman that is free of doubt because when a person lives with iman then what happens even the mundane even the daily chores what do they become an act of worship because he is doing it with iman with belief in allah otherwise a person is in loss secondly righteous action amilu salihat then a person is not in loss so that means if we're just sitting idle we are incurring loss but if we use those brief moments in doing amal salih so for example while we're waiting 5 minutes 10 minutes 3 minutes 10 seconds if we use that time for the remembrance of allah for doing something good we have not suffered loss instead we have earned something so the only way you can save yourself is that you do something good in life and for that every moment counts thirdly tawassaw bil haqq encourage each other to do what is right pick others up when they're falling when they're wasting their time tawassi bil haqq when somebody is doing something wrong warning them reminding them when somebody is missing out on what is important reminding them what tawassi bil sabr sabr endurance to not give up encourage others to be consistent because when you strengthen someone else you strengthen yourself when you advise someone you help yourself when you care about others you care about yourself because believers are like a building a strong building each part of it strengthens the other so if we want to save ourselves we have to save those who are who are around us you need the environment the right company recitation bismillahir rahmanir rahim wal asr innal insana lafi khusr إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الهمزة ويل لكل همزة اللمزة ويل a big woe for who لكل for every person who is همزة and لمزة 
Humaza scorner, Lumaza mocker. Humaza ha meme zai, hums. And Lumaza lam meme zai, lums. We have done these words earlier. Some say that Humaza and Lumaza are both the same. And others say that no, there is a difference. It is said that Humaza is one who backbites. And Lumaza is someone who is a fault finder, meaning he finds faults in others. Humaza is who? Too much of a coward. That he can't say it in front of people, so he just waits for people to go, and then as soon as they go, he just starts talking about them negatively, backbiting. And Lumaza is who? Fault finder. Some have said, Humaza is someone who defames a person on his face. And Lumaza is the one who defames him behind his back. Some have said that Humaza is one who defames people in general, and Lumaza is one who defames them because of their lineage, because of their race, because of their ethnicity. Some have said, Humaza is one who mocks at someone with his eye. You know, like a gesture with the eye, wink or something. And Lumaza is one who mocks at others. How? With his words. Every person who humiliates others, hurts them, either in front of them or behind them, ridicules people, embarrasses people, either in front of them or behind them, Allah says, وَيْلٌ Big woe to him. Earlier we learned, one is a person who is تَوَاصَبِ الْحَقْ وَتَوَاصَبِ الصَّبْرِ Exhorting others to do good. Exhorting others to be patient. And here is a person who is the devil's brother. Finding faults. Hurting and belittling and discouraging people. The question is, who am I? Who are you? Think about yourself. When I'm with people, what do I say to them? Do I say words that will uplift them? Or do I say words that will shatter them? الَّذِي جَمَعَ مَالًا He is the one who has collected wealth. وَعَدَّدَهُ And he has counted it. He knows exactly how much he has, down to the last cent. عَدَّدَهُ Deeply in love with wealth. And عَدَّدَ Meaning he keeps count of it. Keeps counting it again and again and again. Addada, some have said this is from the word Udda, to prepare. So he has collected wealth and prepared it, saved it. For what? For his future. Meaning he's hoarded it. Even though he sees needy, he doesn't give them anything because he wants it for himself. What if I need it? Yahsabu, he thinks, annama lahu, that his wealth, akhladahu, it will make him immortal. He does this thinking that if he's got money, he can deal with any of life's problems. But has there ever been an immortal human being? No. يَحْسَبُ أَنَّمَا لَهُ أَخْلَدَ Why is he so attached to money? Because he thinks his money will save him. كَلَّا No way, it's not gonna save him. لَيُنْبَذَنَّ Surely he will be thrown فِي الْحُطَمَ Into the crusher. حَطَ ميم. حَطَمَ is to crush something to bits, to pieces. It's also used for a cool, a person who eats a lot, who's never satisfied. So he will be thrown into that which is never tired of consuming. Hellfire. يَوْمَ نَقُولُ لِجَهَنَّمَ هَلِمْ تَلَأْتِي وَتَقُولُ هَلْ مِمْ مَزِيدٍ 
Are there any more? لَيُنْبَذَنَّ فِي الْحُطَمَى He's so proud of himself. He thinks highly of himself. And in his pride, he even humiliates people. Well, he will be thrown into the crusher. وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْحُطَمَى What could ever make you know what is that crusher? It is Narullah. It is the fire of Allah. Narullah. Why is it said like this? Fire of Allah. To show us how enormous and severe and mighty this fire is. Because it has been kindled by who? By Allah. Only He is able to kindle such a mighty fire. Narullahi al-muqada. Muqada, one that is fueled. Waqafdal, waqud. What is waqud? Fuel. Muqada, eternally fueled. Never to extinguish. Allati, and it is so massive, so severe, that tattali'u, it will rise up ala al-af'ida, up to the hearts. تَطَّلِعُ طَالَ مَعَيْنِ طَلْعُ To rise. And remember, طَلَعَ بَلَغَ are used synonymously. So تَطَّلِعُ can be understood as it will reach الْأَفْئِدَة The hearts. Because the heart is where the disease lies. So this fire will penetrate through the body all the way to the heart. It will consume the flesh and the bones until it will reach the heart. And remember Fu'ad, in contrast to Qalb, Qalb is heart, Fu'ad is also heart. But Fu'ad generally used for the emotional heart. When you're talking about feelings, then you use the word Fu'ad. This person hurt the feelings of others. And fire will reach his heart. إِنَّهَا عَلَيْهِمْ مُؤْصَدَ Indeed, it will be on them مُؤْصَدَ Closed down. مُؤْصَدَ وَوْصَادَّالِ وَصِيد Remember in Surah Al-Kahf? وَكَلْبُهُمْ بَاسِطٌ ذِرَاعِيهِ بِالْوَصِيد Entrance. So مُؤْصَدَ is that whose entrance is closed. Closed shut. إِنَّهَا عَلَيْهِمْ مُؤْصَدَ Meaning the fire will be closed upon them as in all the exits, all the doors will be closed, locked inside. See, isad is also to put a fence so that the animals cannot get out. They're locked inside. Just as the oven, you keep the door closed. إِنَّهَا عَلَيْهِمْ مُؤْصَدَ The fire will be closed. They will not be able to escape. كُلَّمَا أَرَادُوا أَن يَخْرُجُوا مِنْهَا مِنْ غَمٍ أُعِيدُوا فِيهَا فِي عَمَدٍ In columns that are مُمَدَّدَةٍ That are extended. عَمَد Column or pillar. عِمَاد إِرَمَذَاتِ الْعِمَاد مُمَدَّدَةٍ مَدَّةٍ To extend, prolong something. There's two meanings of this. One is that Ahmad, the pillars over here, this is describing the flames. That the flames will be so huge, they will be like tall, huge columns. See this pillar? This is not even huge. Imagine a pillar bigger than this. Flames, this size, even bigger. So the doors of hell closed and inside are flames, this huge, this tall. Another interpretation is that amadin, that because the doors are locked, it will be as if they are trapped inside pillars. Because you see a pillar, imagine if someone was inside a pillar. So tight, so narrow. 
So narrow. Hell will be constricted, narrow, tight. Look at this humiliation. Look at the severe punishment. For what? For hurting others. Either in front of them or behind them. So seek refuge with Allah and do tawbah from this vile sin. Do tawbah. Repent from this. Whether those faults are real or imaginary. Whether they exist in people or they don't exist in people. Don't mention people's faults on their faces to embarrass and humiliate them. Recitation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Wailun likulli humazatin lumazah Alladhi jama'a malan wa'addadah Yahsabu anna malahu akhladah Kalla layunbadhan في الحطمة وما أدراك ما الحطمة نار الله الموقدة التي تطلع على الأفئدة إنها عليهم مؤصدة في عمد ممددة بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سورة الفيل ألم ترى Did you not see? كيف فعل ربك? How your Lord dealt with بأصحاب الفيل with the companions of the elephant? Who are these people? The army of Abraha. Remember Abraha? He was the governor of Yemen. Yemen in the south of Mecca. And Abraha was a governor appointed by Najashi. Najashi? of Africa, Ethiopia, not the same Najashi who lived at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, but Najashi before him. So basically when he conquered the lands of Yemen, he appointed Abraha as the governor over there. And Abraha when he came, he saw that people would travel up north every year. So he asked him, where do you go? They said, we go to visit the house of Allah. We have to do our hajj. So he said, what is this house of Allah? So they told him, he said, no, don't go there. I will build you a place here, so you come and worship God here. And it is said that he brought glass even from Africa. Because in Arabia, what grows? What can be manufactured? He brought glass even and built a fancy cathedral. And he called the Arabs, come and worship God here. So one Arab man, he said, okay. And he went to the cathedral, not for worship, but to defecate there. So basically he showed him, we don't care about your cathedral. Stop telling us. And this angered Abraha. He said, I'm going to go and destroy the Kaaba. So he brought his elephants in. No elephants in Arabia. He brought them from Africa. Imagine how they must have brought them at that time. And it is said with an army of eight or twenty elephants, he marched to Mecca in order to destroy the Kaaba. And a few things happened where he confiscated the camels of Abdul Muttalib. This is before the birth of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In fact, the same year, about 50 days after this event, the Prophet ﷺ was born. So what happened? This man, he tried to destroy the Kaaba, and as they're approaching, the people of Mecca had left. They went and found shelter in the mountains around the Kaaba. And Abdul Muttalib 
was the elder of that time, he said that the Lord of this house is going to protect his house. And that is exactly what happened. Allah says, أَلَمْ تَرَ كَيْفَ فَعَلَ رَبُّكَ Did you not see? Haven't you thought about how your Lord dealt with the people of the elephant? Meaning Abraha and his people who had come to destroy the Kaaba. أَلَمْ يَجْعَلْ كَيْدَهُمْ فِي تَضْلِيلٍ Did he not make their plan, their plot into تَضْلِيل? What is تَضْلِيل? When something is a total waste. Total waste. He had this huge plan. I'll take my elephants, we'll march like this, we'll attack the Kaaba like this, and we will do such and such. What happened to that plot? Tadlil. Not effective at all. Failed. How? وَأَرْسَلَ عَلَيْهِمْ He sent against them. You see, أَرْسَلَ is to send to someone. أَرْسَلَ عَلَى is to send against in competition. So he sent against them طَيْرًا birds. How many birds? Ababil in flocks. Some think Ababil is the name of the bird. And so they think Ababil are birds. It's like, it's like a species. It's a, it's a kind of a bird. That's not true. Ababil means a flock of birds or camels. So Allah sent against them Tayran birds and these birds came how? Flock after flock. Swarm after swarm coming from every direction, consecutively. And these birds, as they came, تَرْمِيهِمْ They would shoot them. The birds would shoot the people of the elephant with what? بِحِجَارَةٍ With stones. So it means they brought these stones in their beaks. And these stones that they shot, what were these stones? مِنْ سِجِّيلٍ Of سِجِّيل What is سِجِّيل? Hard clay, baked clay. So imagine... Small and hard clay. Imagine falling from such a height. It's like bullets. And not just one, but many rounds of bullets. تَرْمِيهِمْ بِحِجَارَةٍ مِّن سِجِّيلٍ Some have said سِجِّيل means that from hell, from سِجِّين. Some have said that سِجِّيل is from سِجِل, something that's written. So for each rock, it was written who it was supposed to hit and where. فَجَعَلَهُمْ So he made that entire army كَعَصْفٍ Like straw that is مَأْكُول That is eaten عَصْفْ عَيْنْ صَادْفَ عَصْفْ is basically وَالْحَبُّ ذُو الْعَصْفِ Remember? عَصْفْ is the husk The cover of the wheat So basically the wheat grain Once you remove it What do you have left? Everything else The cover, the stalk, the leaves So that is عَصْفْ And it is مَأْكُول Meaning it is to be eaten by who? By who? People eat the grain, and who do they leave the rest of it for? The animals. So it looked like straw or hay that has been left to be eaten by animals. This is how they looked. Asfim ma'kul. And you see, I mean these kind of twigs and leaves that are dry, I mean you step on them, they break, and they're weightless, they're just... Useless. فَجَعَلَهُمْ كَعَصْفٍ مَأْكُولٍ Some have said that مَأْكُولٍ over here doesn't mean that which is already eaten. Rather what it means is that which is to be eaten. That which is to be eaten. Like for example it is said this is مَشْرُوب Meaning to be drunk. Not that somebody has already drunk it. But it is for the purpose of drinking. So فَجَعَلَهُمْ كَعَصْفٍ مَأْكُولٍ They looked like stalks and leaves, husk, hay, that is worth nothing.
This is what happened to the people who dared to harm the house of Allah. And in this is a warning and a big lesson for anyone who dares to do something against Allah Rabbul Alameen. Recitation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alam tara kayfa fa'ala rabbuka bi ashabil fil. Alam yaj'al kaydahum fi tadlil. Wa arsala alayhim tayran ababil. Tarmihim bihijaratim min sijjil. Fajalahum ka'asfim ma'kum. 